This is Parent Boss Leader. Parent, parent, boss, boss, leader, 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 leader. And here's your host. She's a courageous voice for women, parents, and modern workforce leaders alike. She's a keynote speaker and proud mother of two, vice president of strategic partnerships at ATR International, Laura R. Munson. Hello and welcome to Parent Boss Leader, an interactive podcast where I interview leaders across industries about some of their secret successes and excitements and backgrounds. Today, I have Celine McGee joining the show. Very excited to have you, Celine. We're going to be talking a little bit about the power of the compliment, how Celine has rose up through the ranks and her passion in helping women and mentoring along the way as well. And Celine herself is a powerful leader in the telecom industry. So thanks for being here, Celine. Thanks for including me. I look forward to talking to you today. Excellent. Let's dive right in. I wanted to talk quick about your transition from Europe to the USA. What prompted your decision to really delve into mechanical engineering as well? And you be shining as a woman in that industry. Let's talk about that a bit. Um, so I grew up in Europe because I have a parent who is a European citizen. Um, and then my my father was American, so I moved to the U.S. eventually to go to school. And I picked uh, mechanical engineering because it felt to me as if it were a very general engineering field that would allow me to do many different things. Uh, and looking back, I think I made the right decision because it really taught me how to be a problem solver. And I can solve various different kinds of problems, whether it's renovating a house or at work. So it's given me a a good tool uh, set for that. Um, But I do think with that transition, it did kind of open up my eyes to uh, maybe what it's like to be a woman in some industries. Because when I went to school, I remember my first day at this engineering school, I looked around and there were mostly men, which is not a surprise. I think it was probably like 75% uh, male. So it's a very different environment for me to be in. Um, and it just kind of like, yeah, opened up my mind, let's say to that, that difference. And then I think it's helped shape some of the decisions I've made over time. I love that. We were talking a couple of weeks back about really the art of giving compliments and how it holds a special place in your heart. Can you tell us about the compliment squad? What inspired this initiative? Yes, I can. Um, So I founded the compliment squad in 2018. um, And it's something that I do where I walk around and I give people compliments and then I hand them a little card asking them to pay it forward. And the primary reason I did that is I, I live in Philadelphia and it sometimes can feel like a little bit harsh, even though we're supposed to be the city of brotherly love and people just feel disconnected. So it was one way for me to kind of um, connect with people in the city and then also try to give some love back and help people bring connection. So that's really how it started. Uh, And then today I do that by picking festivals or farmers markets where I walk around and I compliment people just to make a connection. Oh, I love it. How have you seen or I guess watched it played out, how it's helped people feel more connected by doing that? To be honest, the best person I can speak about is me, but it does 
I'm way more open. So since I've been doing this, I walk around the street and I am smiling at strangers, which many people would tell you it could be bad in Philly, but no, but then like people smile back at me. So I just feel like there's much more of an openness. And then when I do it, I have great conversations with people that I would never interact with normally because we would just pass. And so I've had surprising cool conversations where I get to know people uh, on the street. So I think that's wow. I think even hearing that, that people smile back at you, a lot of times when people are out in public, we're in our own little yeah. silos looking down. But when you're sharing that, you're giving to people and it's almost like people can't help but smile back and receive it. Exactly. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And then Philadelphia too. I was born and raised there. And I remember in 1995, it was voted the most hostile city in the <laughs> nation. Yes. And it's so funny to me, the city of brotherly love, but having you do this to me, that's such an incredible thing, unifying people and giving to them that way. Thank you. So you have also used the power of compliments in a networking way as well. And I think what could be valuable for listeners is kind of learning how do you use compliments from a networking perspective? Yeah, I think for networking or just work in general, it's a really useful tool. Um, I will preface it by saying that a compliment is good if it's genuine. So I'm only proposing that it be used for genuine reasons. Um, but for instance, for me, I use it regularly at work if I see someone doing like a good job or they went above and beyond or I was impressed. I'll, I'll let them know and I'm very specific about the thing that I wanted to recognize them for. So I think that's really good. It's a good way to give people positive feedback. And then for networking environments, I think it's a good way to break the ice. So someone could pick maybe a project that someone did or a presentation, go up to that person and say, hello, XYZ person. Um, I really was impressed by the project you ran and how you were able to get it done on time or early, but using like one specific thing and then saying what, what it meant to you is a good way to kind of like bridge the ice when you're not sure how to like get your conversation started with someone. Yeah, it, it probably diffuses the situation in a way. Yeah, it does. And it gives you like immediately something to talk about. And yeah. I think- giving that compliment as I, as long as it's genuine like I think many times if people want to go talk to someone in a networking event it's because there's something about them that they find interesting so it's probably not that hard to find something to compliment them on um and and phrasing it in that way helps you like start the conversation and then of course the person is going to want to like talk about whatever that thing is that you complimented them on so I love that. And it's powerful too. key point in there is being genuine. Otherwise it's just flattery and no yes. one wants flattery. Right. But you're finding something good. You're looking for the good and that's powerful. Exactly. Really? Yes. yes. I love that. So let's jump a little bit as well. You had shared with me before there was a more junior woman on yes. your team once who really her self-assessment, it stood out to you and she didn't really communicate her worth. So I wanted to jump in a little bit because I think that you have a great background in really being a mentor to yeah. help others. How did you specifically help her? Yeah, so in this case, it was probably about 10 years ago um, and I was a leader of a team at the time that was mostly men, but I also had a few women on my team. And at the end of the year, as many people do in corporate America, employees have to do their annual write-up of what they did. So I received all of these from all of my employees. And 
I got it back for one of the women uh, on my team and it was just not representative of what work she did. Like if I just compared it to the, 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 the guys on the team almost wrote like a Nobel prize for themselves. I'm like the way they wrote up their write up was like very confident. And hers was like, just not representative of what she did. And if anything, like not confident enough. So I sent it back to her and I was like, you need to rewrite this. And I made her rewrite it in a way that it would be representative of what she did and also kind of like stand at the same ground as her male peers who were just like boasting, boasting, boasting. So that's how I helped was just making sure that I was, uh, you know, ensuring that she was going to be evaluated fairly and that what she wrote was representative of what she did. So. Wow. I think that really communicates a lot about you as a leader as well, because there's been studies done with leaders when they receive reviews or self-reported reviews, a lot of times the leaders just go with what the employees are communicating. Yeah. It's kind of a psychological thing, but you really stepped back and you said, no, I'm really going to lift this person up. They're better than what's reported. Oh, and I totally. think this, yes. this speaks volumes about you, but also I think it's great advice for people listening who are leaders to really stop and assess and help people along the way as well. Oh yeah, so, I think it's important. Like for me, my team is a priority always whenever I've led teams. Yeah, and I think it's up to us to make sure that, you know, things are fair, that the person's representing themselves well. And then a tip for me, like I'm doing my year-end write-up uh, today, actually. So oh, I'm making sure I'm doing it with the right level of confidence, accurate, so it's not, but also that it's confident and that I am representing myself well because words matter and what you write, people will look through. And if you, are, if you care about your career, make sure you're accurate and confident. Yes, listeners, hear that. Be accurate. No, None of this self-defaming or over-humility in writing. So I think that's great advice, Celine. Let's jump over more into your mentorship. Something that you've done that I think is admirable as well is you've even reached out to different institutions like Drexel, University of Pennsylvania to help guide students. Yeah. So what is your thought or this emphasis on mentorship, especially with people beginning their career? Like what's your thought behind that? I guess I would say it's about giving back um, and I really do need to do more. So this is a good reminder that I need to do more. But when I think too, when I started my career, I started as an engineer. I'm no longer engineering today. And I was working for a large company at the time who had a very good women's network is what they called it there. So it was an employee resource group. And they did a lot of mentoring and helping running sessions that really taught me a lot that I wasn't getting in my daily job. And I think it helped me be a better employee, probably helped me be a better leader. And so thinking about that, the reasons that I've reached out and I've done um, some mentoring is because I do want to give back and try to give people some of those skills that I learned early on. Um, where, the way it's translated mostly is I've done like helping uh, high school students within like the STEM field. I do need to reach back out to Drexel and and I think is why I reached out before because they never responded to me. And then I got biz busy with work. So you're reminding me that I need to do more, but it's really around just giving back and trying to help people the way I was helped when I started my career. I love that. So for our female questions, love that. So for our female listeners, irrespective, say, of their career stage, what essential advice would you impart about ascending the leadership ranks and leaving a mark 
for themselves in the career world? I think just being authentic. This is something I was talking about with my uh, my leader, who's a woman, and some other people on my team last week. But I think being authentic and trying to just be who you are and not trying to just emanate like whoever is in the leadership. So it, let me give you a better example. So for instance, in many corporate environments, a lot of the leadership rank doesn't necessarily look like me. A lot of them are men. And I think what's important is if there are more women leaders is just be who you are. So if you're a person who has children and you need to leave some days a week early to go pick your kids up, do that. Like, don't try to hide it. I think it's important to just sh to show like what it is to be a woman with a, with kids in leadership, like just give examples and, and let people see what that looks like and don't try to hide it because we need more of that. And I think it helps everyone. It helps other women who might be afraid because they have to leave early or they're not so open about it. And it also helps men go pick up their kids too. Like all of us, we're just human beings. Most of us work for our family. So I think just being authentic to those things is important. Excellent advice. You know, I had another podcast, I was chatting with another female leader and we were talking about a lot of the way the hierarchy is set up in the corporate world. It was post-World War One. It was kind of a hierarchy military setting, but we're only now, the years 2023, <laughs> starting to change that to say, hey, you know, we're leaders and we happen to have kids too. Yes. So balancing life in the modern world, I'm excited to see the changes that are happening. And I love that you really rose up through the ranks, really as one of the first females in a male-dominated industry in engineering, and now on the leadership team as well. Because giving that advice just to live your life, and it's okay to leave early here and there to pick up kids, that changes the shape of the workplace. Because you still are a power player in the workplace. Yeah, you you just get your job different. done. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. different. Yes. That's great advice. Celine, thank you for joining me on this power round today. I think people are going to love what you've shared. Best place to connect with you probably on LinkedIn. Yeah, I would say on LinkedIn, uh, just for my name or compliment squad. I also have the compliment squad on LinkedIn too. Want to look that Love up. that. No, it was great having you today. Thanks for popping on the show. And if anyone likes what they've heard, please subscribe for more. Thank you again, Celine. Thank you.